0: Welcome, everybody, to another edition of your favorite podcast, Hunters Podcast. Uh, I want to come out right away and say apologize for the late drop on this Thursday. It is a show that drops on Thursdays. A lot of moving pieces happened on the normal recording day yesterday, so a little bit later drop. But with me, as always, my best friend, Zach Hilton. Oh, man. So, like... (laughs) But uh, you know like, what, it really
1: caught me because you just were like my best friend. <laughs> oh,
0: what are we not That's best friends? Amazing.
1: No, 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 we're best friends, but it was just like usually you come in, you're like, Oh, and here's the spooky dude himself, Zach Hilton. Here's the man with the mouth, Zach Hilton. You just straight
0: up went. Hey, my best friend's here. You know what? I just watched Raw the other night. Uh, so yeah. or yesterday, so um, catching up on that, seeing uh, Fastlane this past weekend as well. The camaraderie of the Shield—it just made me go. You know what? I, it's my best friend, man. Wouldn't That's know. That's nice. Do. Wouldn't know what to do without you.
1: You know, just, well <laughs> I I don't plan on leaving like some SHIELD members.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yes. yeah. You are That's more right. of a Seth. You are more of a Seth, and I am the Roman. Everybody hates me. Uh This is true. <laughs> Holy crap, you booked it perfectly. I know. I, I sometimes I know how to book. Sometimes I know how to do it. <laughs> uh you can listen to us all throughout the world on Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes. Uh, Podbean, uh, th- there's one that I cannot say. I think contractually I can't say it, Zach. <laughs> so you might have to say that one. That,
1: yeah. Yeah. Thou shalt not speak of that one.
0: Yeah. I think it might contract. But we're there. We're, but the thing is, <laughs> we are there. We are there. No, no, no. There is something with, like, you have an eye and you have a heart, and we, you might be able to find us. In your eye you and your heart, you are dangling a <laughs> like, string here. Yeah, I am just, I am just in case nobody got that because people don't realize I also work in radio. So, uh, yeah, exactly, <laughs> but they don't pay my paycheck. So, either way, you can uh, listen uh, to us there because uh, they play our podcast, and I am grateful for that. Uh, on Twitter at Haunters Pod, Facebook as well. You can give us a search, Haunters Podcast as well. But yeah, the, the Twitter does a lot of interaction, and you, Zach, had posted a poll a little bit earlier on in the week uh, on the Twitter about Jaws that caught a little interaction. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So
1: hashtag Jaws Reborn, if you don't remember us talking about that last week. So make sure whenever you talk about this show, hashtag Jaws were born, so it got me thinking, I wonder what the rest of the world feels about this, you know, if if a Jaws house could sustain interest, and I just put it out there, and I said, out of four options, Jaws, Jaws 2, Jaws 3, or an original concept of Jaws, would you like to see this as an HHN house? Well it got votes. I was actually shocked. We got votes for it. Um, Coming in dead last is Jaws 2 with 0%. Wow. Then... Yeah, zero percent for jaws two. So it kind it kind of shows you. Okay, as we keep going with six percent jaws three D. Now I think that only got six percent because I think people think like you, being like, oh, they've done three D houses, so maybe yeah, maybe you could do it. And then uh, with thirty five percent is an original concept to Jaws which I was more for like I didn't vote for it but you know I would have voted for this just because hashtag Jaws were born and then coming in (laughs) at number one which I mean I'm not shocked with 59% is the original Jaws my only question and I'm going to ask you this how the hell do you out of the first movie of Jaws would you do a house
0: yeah that would be one of the hardest ones in my mind just because of the nature of that film, how how that film was crafted, the way Spielberg directed it, the way that I don't see many set pieces or ways that you're capable of doing that one. Like, Jaws 3D, I obviously could see because they've done the 3D before and it was at a theme park slash water park, so it's easy to kind of replicate that either way as a walkthrough or as a water ride, but the first one would have to straight up be the entire third act of the movie essentially and get us on some type of water attraction where Bruce is in the water like that's the only way I could see it happening I don't know like how, yeah, how did I mean, you envision like, it well it's it's weird because I
1: don't know what scenes you steal I mean like you go through yeah. an IP house like last year Poltergeist you're able to go through the entire movie uh, because it takes place through the final act, and they interact with some other scary scenes. But I'm thinking about the scary scenes. Like, I can see us walking in, and then if I look to the left, I see a girl going back and forth because it's grabbed them by the buoy. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then I can see another scene where, like, those two drunks are on the dock, but it's not necessarily the shark jumping out at you. The only time I can see that happens, like the third act of us being on the boat, but I don't even see them being able to pull that off well like you said, I could see Jaws three D. I can see us entering that one underwater yeah. arena that they had and like it takes place there. Like like you're walking through the tunnels and the sharks jumping out everywhere. Maybe even a dead body comes up somewhere, something like that. Yeah. So Jaws three is weirdly, in my opinion, a more accurate house could be done but i still stick to my guns saying original house and i stick
0: to my guns even harder
1: hashtag jaws reborn
0: hashtag jaws reborn stick to your guns because it 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 really it comes down to in my opinion because you can never do jaws 4 you can never do jaws 4 it wasn't an option on the table baby for a reason i know but i'm just saying you can never do that one ever it's it's ever it's Unless you want to yeah. do a banana boat thing. Either way, no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I had to get that in there. Come on, I had to say that. I love it. That, that's the only thing of that movie I remember along with Michael Kane buying a house. Um, Michael Kane. <laughs> but yeah, Jaws 3 just, you hit that one scene right there, but there are so many like other moments in that movie as well that I kind of think of. Uh, just the first sequence on like on the beach water at night as well within the park uh, when the best friend gets eaten by Bruce 3. D. Uh, you know, like there's so <laughs> <many> <laughs> There's so many. That one weirdly to me is made as if it is a fun house to begin with because it's so bad. It's a bad movie but it's like a fun bad yeah. movie like a fun house which is what you want in a haunted attraction and the other two are really hard to do one and two. Four never needs to be done. So it's either three or like George Reborn. Yeah, I mean, that's that's where I
1: sit on the situation. I think it's actually a really good idea and a fun idea to do, and I'm going to keep pushing this. If you're a listener, just just
0: keep the hopes alive for your old buddy pal, Zach, for some Jaws Reborn. I, m- use the hashtag... Start tagging everybody that we uh that we talk with that uh is over there at Universal and uh, let's make this happen, okay? We're gonna, we're gonna make this happen. I'm talking in my uh, I'm talking <laughs> to my producer voice here. So we're gonna make this happen, all right? Hashtag it, Jaws Reborn, tag haunters pod in that as well. That's haunters, P O D. Uh, I don't know That's where right. that came from. That's right. <laughs> it just felt like I don't know a what that was, but it was like, in
1: my mind, it was a
0: leprechaun. Like, I pictured I, a New York <laughs> leprechaun. I mean, I, I guess it kind of was a little leprechaun-ish. I, I was going a little more, it definitely was New York, but I was trying to do a little Joe <laughs> Pesci in the uh, courtroom thing there, you know? Ah, just getting yeah. really excited. Now, now and, I can see it. Yeah, yeah. And wearing a, a tuxedo instead of a suit. You, you Now you got it. Nah. <laughs> Defending some Utes. <laughs> what was that?
1: Two utes, uh, never mind. We're off.
0: <laughs> yes. it's, that is not Halloween Horror Nights, but you can hear all about that in our other podcast on Patreon. Uh, yeah, <laughs> oh, we take pod shots sometimes. Uh, okay, okay. Uh, I wanted to switch gears kind of a little differently over here because we don't really have a lot of new news to report on HHN 29. But I did like an article that I saw uh, HHN on official post where they're kind of just they called it dates for your diary. And it's kind of a reminder of the way that they did things last year. Uh, And I feel like it's kind of worth talking about because we might be able to gauge an idea of when that first house announcement will come and when things will get really crazy for all of us. Uh, But if you look at it, they break it down of the end of March last year. They had the dates that they announced and the buy one, get one tickets. Currently, the buy one, get one tickets are going on right now, beginning of March. Uh, The first week of April is when they dropped Stranger Things. The last week in April was Dead Exposure. May was Trick or Treat. June was the shows and scare zones. Slaughter Cinema and a couple more zones in June as well at the end of June. End of July, Carnival Graveyard. First week in August was Seeds. First week in August as well got us Poltergeist. Middle of August, Halloween. Like, August was the big one where Halloween, Blumhouse, Scary Tales, merch, and then the start of September was food. I have a feeling because of how early HHN is starting this year that we're going to see that first house announcement potentially on April Fool's Day. Oh, wow. Monday, Uh, April the 1st. It would be be a hell of a trick because we we wouldn't expect it, but I feel like they have to kind of start announcing a little bit earlier uh, and... It either is going to be April Fool's Day or it's going to be the very end of March. Because I feel like they have to announce before they did Stranger Things just to get people going and a little more excited. Like, people are going. We don't, seriously, we already know that they're going to have sellouts. But just to get that like wave of people that are like, okay, I'm waiting for a house, I feel like it's coming in two, three weeks tops. Yeah,
1: I mean, it's quite possible that it hits on April 1st, like you said. I feel like I And maybe you can go to the dates to find. Actually, I'll do that myself as we speak. April 1st last year was a Sunday. So it was during the weekend that they announced it. So if I was a betting man, and I'm not saying they do it every time like this, but I would definitely say it's going to be on a weekend that they're going to announce it. I thought it would be Saturday. So I'm going to say March 30th is when they're going to announce the first house. and and i like i like that feeling and by the way big shout out to hhn unofficial because i've always felt like April springtime was when they announced that kind of stuff and the reason why I do know that is because they're the ones that kind of remind me like they give you these charts to show you oh yeah this is how the announcements went last year yeah. and I know two years ago it was different like I, it was all kinds of wonky because if you remember two years ago I think it was two years remember they did that like that phone thing you had to subscribe to first yes. and then and then like it, that was just a big honking
0: failure. Yeah, yeah. They tried, what was it? The we invite you to death thing or something. Yeah, like like, that. You, like you have to sign
1: up, and there was only a certain amount to sign up, and then it was like you got to like do some kind of meetup thing. But yeah, the meetup wasn't a lot. It was it was a real weird thing. I think they tried to do something, and it. I think on paper it worked, and something just must have not happened that was supposed to. yeah. But that's a little off topic. But I think the normal way of how things were done was just like last year. And I think an official is hitting it on the head with like, look at these dates. It's going to be similar. It's not going to be on the same days. They're not just yeah. like some kind of clockwork thing here. But I will say that I think the first thing announced will end up being March 30th to that first week of April. Those are... Though that time frame is when the first house is going to be announced.
0: Yeah, and I can't be any more excited. Uh, you know, I, I've I've seen some people, some people. I've see internet. I've seen a lot of people on the internet griping about it. But part of this is the, like part of the wait to the first announcement is part of the fun for me. I I, I don't you know. The speculation, the trying to figure it out, the playing the chess pieces, and going, what, what do they have? What, what cards are they looking at, and what cards are we looking at? That's part of the fun to it for me is the buildup, and then you get that first announcement, and it either is you're like, we got that right, oh yeah, look at that, oh this is exciting, or oh my god, I didn't expect that, that's exciting, and then it just the dominoes keep folding on, uh, f- falling over after that. So. Uh, I don't get why some of the internet is upset that it's been taking so long in their eyes for this announcement.
1: Well, I mean, the Internet's always going to overreact about anything in life, period. And nothing is safe. So if you go to some kind of movie, why didn't I get my Avengers trailer three months earlier? Why didn't I get this uh, thing over here released earlier when you could have? I mean, it's just it's the Internet. And I agree with you that the speculation and the sitting and waiting, trying to figure out things. That's why this podcast is actually like weekly because when we originally were talking about this and I bet we say it on the first episode we were like hey we may make this only a bi-weekly thing until there's actually news and there may be uh, some dead air but we've been really good at coming At every week and the reason why is because of the fan base because we interact with each other and we ask each other questions and later on we're going to have topic things brought to other fans of hhn or haunts period like hollow scream or anything like that it i feel halloween is so big for a lot of people that things like this this is what gets us excited for that time of the year it's not saying that i don't want my summer and i don't want to go to the beach or i don't want to do this i just love halloween and specifically hhn slash hollow Screen type stuffs so much that i love thinking about it
0: through the time of the off season I agree with you it is it it's it's fun it's exciting it is, it is it is what it is and you're right uh you hit something big on the like really big a moment ago where you said that back in the beginning we kind of indicated in like the first second episode like eh, this this you might hear dead air but you brought up a good point which is <laughs> the interaction within the community is a lot of fun as well and we had a lot of that interaction, actually, on our Twitter, at Pod Haunters P-O-D, where we got a couple questions and a couple kind of people asking our thoughts and i our ideas, which I think is some cool stuff. And you actually have those tweets up, I believe, right, Zach?
1: Yes. And before we move to that, I just want to be specifically clear that I appreciate everyone that interacts with us on Haunter's Pod and we try to give our shout-outs and we're very thankful for the shout-outs we also get. Um, So I just want to go ahead and say thank you for uh, being a part of this and helping us create this show. If I can
0: quickly, really quickly piggyback that, thank you for welcoming us into the community. So open arms. It really has been amazing. Thank you, guys. You guys are awesome. Sorry, yes. I had to, I had so, to piggyback that. It's
1: okay. You're very emotional today. I can I, understand. <laughs> <laughs> that Avengers trailer really messed me up, man. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I've never been so openly babbling and yelling. <laughs> I bet people in my neighborhood were freaking out. But the, we're going to start with from uh, thinkparkin.com. They uh, asked us possible new icons for the event this year. Or best houses you've been through. Like, those are the two topics they wanted to give us. So, I say we start with the houses that we've been through. And I've said it plenty of times. I've gone 10 years to this damn thing, and I love it every single time. And every year, I think there's houses that are contention that are my favorite. But I will do in no specific order, my favorite houses I've been through, and that will be uh, Alien vs. Predator, Freddy vs. Jason, Cabin in the Woods, Halloween, and uh, Poltergeist. I think... Out of IPs, those are my hands-down favorite. And to give a quick shout-out to originals, I think Slaughter Cinema was just such a fantastic time. I think that's going to stick with me for the long run of original houses done.
0: I It's funny. Um, I, I'm kind of in agreement on three of those houses uh, on my list because I had uh, a list of five. Uh, no particular order but slaughter cinema that just stands out for so many reasons from the way that it was designed uh my love of grindhouse films to begin with so that whole feel of being at the drive-in theater and going from movie to movie and being within that movie as well was just was really really cool uh <laughs> freddy versus jason come on that 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 was what really got me that into brought it. you to the dance? Yeah, that, honestly. that was the that was what brought me to the dance and that blew me away, uh, and has been the reason why I've been addicted to HHN since, uh, like yeah. any other good drug in the world. Uh, Poltergeist Whoa. as well, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Poltergeist as well was on my list. Uh, that was so cool of a house and just oh my god, scary as all get up. Uh, this is where we differ, The Walking Dead that first year i was there the moment i walked in and they did the whole cutting of the throat with the pig's blood and the and the pig's bath i was like oh my god i am so yes i love this show eat me alive eat me <laughs> like so i was to me it was i was like i am in the show i am now rick grimes so i'm going to leave this house and go make three movies uh and then <laughs> screw you, man. love actually (laughs) is going to be legit. Oh, I can't wait. With Michonne, who's leaving the show as well, they're going to meet up and he's going to be like holding up cue cards that say, can't talk, walkers nearby, but you've been beautiful since day one. I always knew you were beautiful. I can see it now. Where's Carl? Why do I feel
1: like (laughs) planned this out in some kind of romantic, like,
0: sex fantasy? Um, (laughs) You didn't know that I have a fan fiction site? Uh, <laughs> and my last house i'm gonna mention is ash versus evil dead that was just oh yeah that was a hell of a good time and uh, a fun well, time
1: i mean like i've noticed a lot of your years are from last year and we've said it many a times i think last year was such a standout year that it's hard not to talk about those but i i, I completely understand because last year was what your third time that was my
0: third time yeah and, yeah, uh, so I well, get that. I get that. And your first two for year, my you fo- were yeah. highly drunk. <laughs> oh, mm, <laughs> I got highly drunk towards the end. Yeah. When we were waiting on a certain somebody that went to Men in Black, but didn't go to Men in Black. <laughs> but hey, then man, that man, stop is-
1: calling these people out. I'm getting texts about <laughs> like, oh, I heard you call us out. <laughs> <laughs> No more calling out. Um, uh, but we're, we're, also, we're... I, I want to get this out too. Like, I like the Walking Dead houses. I think the Walking Dead houses, when they were there, served good good times. I, I just thought there were so many years with them because you got to think, I've gone...
0: Well, you went uh, every like, year. Every year yeah, that there was I've a house. have been every
1: year. So by the time the year you went with one, it was like their fourth, fifth year doing it. And I was like, I'm done. I don't need another... Uh, walking dead house. Well you didn't need to walk I do through think the show good
0: houses. Well yeah, that's what yeah, they were. Exactly. It was you I'll were walking through that season. Yeah. And you you also didn't watch the show, so it had that weird That's like what I'm saying is the moment I walked in there and they were like, here's the scene from the opening episode of the season. I was like, oh, oh, my God, this was this is this is everything I wanted. Like, I will bathe in this Uh, because I'm still I'm still addicted to that show. But if you're not like if you don't watch the show, I can 100 percent see why it's like, okay, I did this. This is cool. The set design is cool. The makeup is amazing. All of that. But I don't get why we're walking through a prison. Like I don't get why we're just walking along railroad tracks. Like, what? I
1: mean, I mean, (laughs) but I mean, you're you're
0: kind of discrediting
1: the house just because I've never been into it. Uh, Doesn't mean there's not good scares into it. No, no, no.
0: I'm not trying. No, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to come off that way. Like. Because, yeah, they are, the the scares are there, and they are there, but... Right. It, it hits me in that, like, oh, my God, yes, I'm walking the same road. You back. feel like you're in it. Yeah, I feel like I'm Daryl. Like, I'm like, yeah, where's my crossbow? Yeah. Right. Yeah, but, bring um, it on, Alpha. <laughs> oh, my God. So,
1: so yeah, so, like, I didn't go through that so I could go watch um, Jack and Chance's show. Yes. Which brings back to the topic that um, we were asked by Theme Park, and, like what icon because they were the icons that year what icon do you see like a fresh one because sometimes they go back because jack they came back yeah but most likely we'll get a new one and i know i've joked around where i think like 30 would have like the grim reaper just because it's like hell so you know maybe this year if they had a icon for the event. What icon do you see that you want? What scary figure would be good for you?
0: You know, I feel like it, it's, it's a great question because it creates a whole bunch of, do you kind of continue down the route that they've done? Like, do you do something similar to the caretaker or the director and kind of stay within their themes? Do you maybe play off the Jack the Clown thing? Uh, or do you go something totally different? And for me... Some of the things that I remember most as a kid that I think would be cool to play out as an original icon is to come up with their own kind of version of some type of water creature. Not, you know, not Swamp Man because, you know, whatever, but some type of swamp-ish creature. Uh, mm-hmm. So it, it I know it's similar to Creature from the Black Lagoon and all that as well, but I think that would be kind of cool because I think they got a little bit of the setup for that. You can create a cool backstory on that type of character. Uh, of of these evil beings kind of raising this character out of the swamp or the lake or wherever it is he was uh, and you could even give him his own house in the process as well because right. we, we've seen them do that type of a house before, with with the swamp kind of settings. Uh, and last year they, uh, what was it, Seeds of Extinction? Seeds
1: of Extinction. You know,
0: very much had that feeling as well, where with the green forest and everything and the green takeover. Uh, so I I would do something along those lines, and and you can make them either super duper like bloodied up scary or just muddied up scary or. Uh, just there's there's a movie i can't remember that's very 1980s in the sense of it just would never hold up in today's standards cuz it's horrific to watch uh and mm. not in because of the content of like blood but in the content of the way they treat people in the film uh oh, okay. <laughs> not very 2019 pc uh but mm. i've always had that image of the creatures from that movie like that those creatures stuck with me and they were they were kind of those water creatures that came out to kill people and steal right. the women.
1: Uh, <laughs> I um I, I like your idea. I think if um I think if they went full into that, I for me personally, I think it would be cool if they like tied it into Seeds of Extinction last year, like yeah. it came from that and then like maybe this year do Seeds of Extinction 2 starring that creature. Yeah. Uh and maybe that's how that's how like you know it's the villain of the house. And not to say that you would kill the villain in the house like a movie, but that would be pretty wicked if that's the route they went with it. Um, I don't know. So I have two feelings about this. Okay. I think it would be fun if, okay, so I got two. So one back in the day, the, the old um, icon for a couple of years for uh, Halloween horror nights was the um, Crypt Keeper from ah, yes. Tales from the Crypt. So I was kind of thinking, well, they they haven't done an IP one in a long time, so maybe it would kind of be cool if they did have an IP version of a host instead of just, you know, uh, uh, an original one. But I don't know if you do a show out of it or you do a house out of it. That's my only, like... Great, because I was thinking the Crypt Keeper would be kind of cool especially if you know they uh, reboot that series like how they've been trying to do for yeah, a few years good luck um but I would say out of original content I would like to see something like the boogeyman oh. where it's not necessarily a figure that you would see that you would understand I would like something that can just transform into anything that's scary to you and like in the house like you know you go through a lot of details what's under my bed what's in the closet what's this that and you just have different shapes that have similarities like maybe let's just say red eyes like it always has red eyes but you're always being scared by something else that's not necessarily the same thing over and over
0: that is that I like does he eat worms as well is that something? Yeah, that the- why not? <laughs> He's
1: coming to get you. You
0: know what I'm saying? No, no, no. Okay, so joking aside on that. Uh, no, that is a great idea. I didn't even think, and that's that's a fun play too. Especially if he takes on different forms, that could be a really fun like play on that character throughout the house and and the different. Oh my goodness, I'm just thinking of how many different cool designs you could have.
1: Like a giant spider or Ew, something. Okay, okay. Like, I said cool designs, can... not
0: scare the crap out of me.
1: <laughs> I mean, what's the po- po- uh, point of the product, man?
0: Yeah, to scare the crap out of me. But it doesn't mean you have to put spiders in it.
1: I mean, this is true, too. But, uh, yeah, so that that's the first topic through uh, ThemeParking.com. You can follow them on Twitter at ThemeParking. And Woo. then uh, our second one of the day comes from trey b trey b asked well he goes i'm curious about the wording of pop culture quote unquote in the early marketing is it a reference to the most triumphant return of the wild stallions so i feel like he's talking about the website and i feel like they do list pop culture but i don't think it's about necessarily the wild stallions i think it's got more so like to do with the ip houses like the pop culture houses that they do um but i do like that he brings up the wild stallions just in fact of like people still care about this show so it's obvious like there's still fans out there but i think personally i think it's just referencing ip houses
0: Agreed. It's it's it feels more like because the term pop culture is used so frequently throughout our, our lexicon these days that it's like you know Marvel is a part of pop culture, Star Wars is a part of pop culture, horror is a part of pop culture. You know, like Haunting of Hill House is a part of pop culture, Stranger Things is a part of pop culture. So I'm with you that uh, you know if it's Halloween, if it's if it you know Pennywise is pop culture. The, the, the while. There's a group of people that, you know, stick their noses to the sky and go, oh, horror isn't anything. It's recognized as pop culture by a good portion of mainstay as well. Uh, It just kind of frowned upon portion of it. But that's, I'm with you on that. Uh, I love the Bill and Ted thing. I I, I believe that we're going to have a crowd that wants Bill and Ted until uh, the crowd that was at 27 completely is dead. (laughs) Like, (laughs) yeah. <laughs> the 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 last person like everybody that went to, at twenty seven has to die before they're like oh we finally stopped hearing about Bill and Ted <laughs> so a hundred years from now right uh, eventually right. people will stop talking about it but yeah there everybody's gonna want that show back that that show is everything.
1: Absolutely.
0: And then his
1: uh, second question, he says, also, could we see AOV, which is Academy of Villains, be replaced with something a little more Halloweenish?" And my first thoughts go back to the beginning episodes that we've done yeah. where we reviewed HHN 28, where we talk about Academy of Villains, where... I enjoyed the show that I watched. I will never go back to watch that show. And I wonder how many people feel that way. I'm not quite sure. I feel like I saw some permit things uh, because they're starting to get permits for stuff. And I think they found a stage one. But I don't know if that, you know, like on the streets, there's that Chucky stage that was last year. So I don't know. Could be an interactive scare zone. Right. So, and I've also heard rumors that they may not even have a show this year at all, which would be kind of interesting because I really do dig the shows HHN put on. Um, But with the question at hand, would they replace it? I think it's best to replace it because honestly, the show, as hard as they put the hard work as, you know able to follow along with the story and such it didn't feel like halloween it wasn't it wasn't enough in my opinion and i would absolutely love a new show even if you didn't bring back bill and teds excellent halloween adventure i would really love something to watch even if it's them with their own stuff because they've done that Beetlejuice uh, rock show that we absolutely love. They're not necessarily saying do that, but maybe, maybe the show you do is in house. Maybe it's, you know, the universal monsters are, and I know we've talked about them a lot lately just because we want the, the house to be made. But even if you didn't do the house, a show with the monsters would be kind of cool too. So I personally don't want to see Academy of villains again, but that's me.
0: I I believe that there is a place for Academy of Villains at Halloween Horror Nights. Uh, I could even probably sit here and make a pretty compelling argument for why Academy of Villains could even be a mainstay show beyond Halloween Horror Nights because of the fact that it does feel outside of the Halloween aspect of it. But that's why I also feel it's a good fit in HHN because it was a nice kind of get away from all the gore and all the scares and all the chainsaws and all the smoke and everything else it it was different enough that it was like okay I'm able to detox for you know good portion of time here before I head back out and I have nothing but people screaming and chasing me around and you know the stuff I paid for and the stuff I love but a nice kind of breath of fresh air amongst this sea of chaos so I, I think there's a place for it Is it the main stage? No. I think that we need a show that's more geared towards Halloween at that big stage, at the Fear Factor stage over there, because to me, and like you said, even if it's not Bill and Ted, something that's just kind of fun, funny, references pop culture, kind of pokes fun at everything kind of going on and is lighthearted, but tells a fun, compelling story and gets me to kind of sit down for a couple minutes. I am so into it. I like your Beetlejuice pitch. I would absolutely sit down and watch Beetlejuice come back from the grave because somebody said his name three times, you know, Frankenstein did, and we have the monsters and Beetlejuice together again. I would I would welcome that for Halloween. You know, Beetlejuice returns every year, only for the Halloween season. That's cool by me. Uh, or go a different route with the IPs and incorporate other IPs you have in some way, but definitely something more Halloween-friendly and geared needs to be on that big stage and Academy of Villains can have, you know, a side stage where the fire goes off and people can stop in the middle of the sea of chaos.
1: Well, I I feel like that second stage that they did a couple of years ago um, was perfect where they were dressed as clown. Well, and and you're absolutely right. I think that show was fitting there and that would be perfect for that type of entertainment. And it sucks because it's like I can't sit here and say uh, like – Academy of Villains was not a failure. I bet they had sold out shows and everybody was there and it's whatever. But at the same time, Bill and Ted was a sellout nightly too. So I can't, I can't say, okay, well, we need Academy of Villains this year to be there just to see if the house goes down because it's a tourist place. No one's ever going to not fill up that arena. But I will say that you know, for people that go quite a few times, like me, I've gone 10 years to this event and I'm saying this right here. When I go to Halloween horror nights, 29, if Academy of villains is the show on the big stage, I'm not going to it. I am straight up going to all the houses. And then the time that I would have gone there, I'll maybe eat or I'll get done with everything and leave early. Like that's how I feel about it. And you're talking about a guy who enjoyed the show.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm with you on that. And and I feel like a lot of people are kind of on that train where it's like the show wasn't bad. The show was cool. The show was interesting, but the show just felt so out of place. Uh, And and you know both of us went into this and we both said Zach when we went into it you know we're going to go in with fresh eyes we're not we're not these bitter like yelling at the sky the the simpsons meme of grandpa simpson yelling at the sky we're not that about bill and ted like i legitimately will sit here right now and 100% say if you put something else there that wasn't bill and ted i'd still show up to see it but i am not going to see academy of villains again i thought the show was great but it was not my thing and just I'm sorry, interpretive dance and telling a story through dance doesn't appeal to me. I need Is it enough? uh, Yeah, that's it's uh, just not enough. uh, Yeah, that was and that was and that was that's my thing with it is it's just I would rather go through a house a second time or go try, you know, whatever the waffle ego mixes they got going on. Uh whatever cool food they have, or go watch, you know, the ball drop at vamp 85 again I would have done but like it it was very it's just I would do five other things that I'm capable of doing within the park at those hours than even think about seeing the show again unless it was on a small side stage that when I was like going somewhere else and I was like, oh, look, it's a quick five, 10 minute show. And I
1: stop for 15 minutes and I see it. Yeah, cool. That's radical. But like, I think what the main point that I'm trying to say is that the reason why the Bill and Ted show was awesome is because not only did it have the song and dance feel, which is cool, but it also had comedy sticks yeah. and stuff like that. Like, to bring up Hollow Scream, they have a show called Fiends, the oh, same thing. Love. It's a song and dance, but it's got some comedy things to it, and that's a fun show for that kind of stage and I think just dancing is what it does bring it kind of down a little bit because it's not enough storytelling or fun for the general audience yes you will get people that are going and they're diehard Academy of Villain fans and they'll always stick with them cool I'm I'm not crapping on you at all but all I know is four of us went to that show and 400% all of us didn't Say I'm never going to watch that again.
0: Yeah, yeah, we did. We all walked out. And we were like, okay. Um, so yeah. we could have done the cool. Poltergeist House. How long is that wait now? <laughs>
1: like, <laughs> exactly. Like, that's <laughs> like, how I left. I was like, okay. My eyes were kind of entertained, but now I feel like I've lost out on things to do. Well, like that's how I felt leaving it.
0: Uh, yeah, it's 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 again. I'm not hating on the show. I'm not hating anybody if they enjoyed the show, but. Interpretive dance doesn't hit a general audience, and that type of arena needs a show that will hit a general audience. It's like it's like making a blockbuster film, you know, or or superhero movies. Uh, there are specific beats you need to hit, specific things you need to do for a general audience, so that it like okay, actually, better example right now, Bohemian Rhapsody. I know you haven't seen this, or did you see this one yet, Zach? No. Okay, you haven't seen it. It's not giving anything away, but it plays it completely safe. It The, the things I'm sure you've already heard, but it plays it so yeah. safe. That's almost what you have to do with that theater. You have to play it safe and go, what do we know that this sellout crowd is going to walk in and this sellout crowd is going to 100% understand, get, feel, and leave happy about? Something's going to make them leave happy as opposed to Academy of Villains where you have a sellout crowd And within ten minutes, I'm like, I'm I'm lost on the story. So is this Terminator Two, Judgment Day, or is this, what's going on here? That's what I and and then what I told you. Yeah, Uh, yeah. Is that I
1: felt like it was Terminator without calling it Terminator. Like it was Terminator and Matrix. Cool. Yeah. Cool idea. But if it's not called Terminator, then who gives a crap?
0: Exactly. (laughs)
1: <laughs> like, and I don't mean to be harsh on this. I get that you're doing your own storytelling or what like that, but like, I don't care. Like, I want to laugh. I, and like you said, I think you hit it on the mark was that you go to these kind of side things, like – to take a breather and you go to see these shows to get something different. And that's what Bill and Ted did so well is that it was a comedy shtick with some pop culture referencing. Like this guy's question was like something a little more Halloweeny. And I got to be quite honest, Bill and Ted wasn't so Halloweeny the last few years. It was more so we're going to make fun of pop culture stuff. And yes, some pop culture stuff was horror or had horror stuff in it. But like they made fun of Disney a lot. During those things, but it was still something that, like, it, it had its own awesomeness that was fun and why you wanted to go there. Where Academy of Villains, I think you missed a mark. I think you had cool special effects. I think you had cool dancing. I think you did a lot of things cool, but you didn't do anything cool enough to say, I want to see the sequel.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with you on that. And I think, uh, I, and again, I think a lot of people have the same feeling. Uh, If not, though, you can let us know on Twitter at HauntersPod, Haunters P-O-D. That is where... Yeah, I'm
1: scared. I'm going to put this as a poll like
0: maybe tomorrow or Monday. Like, I'm going to be so scared to see the reaction. I'm, I'm scared that we're going to end up getting like people that we're, were wrong <laughs> one yeah we're gonna find out we're completely wrong everybody loved academy of villains right. and we just blew all of our credibility uh, or two that somebody from academy of villains is gonna hear it and be like these sobs who right? think my dancing isn't good enough and i don't know why they all, <laughs> all of a sudden sound step like step up yeah yeah exactly <laughs> and, then we had another, and then all of a sudden i got to dance to that achy breaky heart was
1: for me <laughs>
0: Oh, good times. Well, um, I hope you guys had as much fun as we did uh, this week, but we definitely got to get on out of here. It is uh, longer than we like to do the show for. doesn't mean we don't like doing it longer. It just means we're we're sorry for wasting more of your time, really.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I got to go do some research. Hey, did you know Halloween Horror Nights had a clown as an icon? And on that
0: note... (laughs) You guys can listen to us all around the world, Spotify, iTunes, uh, Stitcher, Podbean, the thing that I cannot say that just had an we award show. We love you, Brazil! <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's it. There we go. We love you, Brazil. Uh, you can hear us there as well. Just search Haunters Podcast. Uh, oh, yeah, and Facebook as well, Haunters Podcast. You can find find us. And stuff is posted there. You can like <laughs> it. You can interact. Maybe people will post there. Maybe. Maybe you could post there. Go give it a like <laughs> right now. <laughs> Zach, until next week, stay scary, my friends.